0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Business Takeaway, a video cast series where we interview professionals within the advertising, public relations, and marketing industry. I'm your host, Kate Landgren. And with me today, I have Dr. Valerie Jones, who is currently an associate professor at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln in the College of Journalism and Mass Communications. It's so great to be able to talk to you today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Kate.
0: Yes, of course. So first off, I kind of just want to ask you, What kind of got you into this industry or in the field of advertising and PR?
1: Yeah, so uh, where I went to college, I went to Northwestern um, by Chicago and there wasn't an advertising major. Um, Now they have an integrated marketing communications major, Um, but I was communication studies and sociology. So you can kind of get a sense of where that can go. I was interested in people and how they communicate, especially kind of in groups and how how groups of people act and and how to get to know those people, um, and so I started getting internships in PR, um, and then I got an internship um, in media between junior and senior year. Um, I didn't know anything about media strategy at that point. I just had a friend who had interned at Leo Burnett, um, that ad agency. Uh, they only had their internship program is for minorities um, that was, I did not fit in that group so I was looking at this media spin-off thing called starcom um, and ended up uh, getting an internship there between junior and senior year which as we all know those internships can be really really critical and set you up for your career so I got an offer for after I graduated um, and then I went to San Francisco and, and started working with starcom
0: Wow, that's awesome, that's awesome. Tell me a little bit about more when you were in college, Um, your bachelor's degree, master's degree. Yeah,
1: so my bachelor's degree is in communication studies um, in the school of speech, and I I double majored in in sociology. Um, I took classes in in the Medill School of Journalism as well. I say I dabbled, which is highly insulting, I think, to anyone in Medill. <clears throat> um, but I went back actually. So uh, after I graduated with my bachelor's, I moved to San Francisco, um, moved back to Chicago with Starcom, and then I got my master's degree part-time um, from Medill in integrated marketing communications. So I was working at Starcom in Chicago and getting my master's degree at night, um, which was a challenge, but you're with a bunch of other professionals who are doing the same thing. So it was a really awesome group of people. Um, And then I uh, moved here to Nebraska
0: and eventually got my PhD from UNL. Wow, that's awesome. Why did you decide to come to Nebraska?
1: I grew up here, um, so it's kind of like coming home. Um, Although I grew up in a little town called Lexington, which is in the middle of the state. Hopefully we have some people who know where that is. Um, So I grew up there and then you know, left for college and work. Um, and then uh, and then came back to Nebraska. My dad was actually sick, um, so came back to be a little closer to him. But also, um, had thought about maybe trying to teach at the university at some point. I Had a great opportunity with Bailey Lauerman, um, so I could bring a lot of what I learned at, at Starcom to the media team at Bailey Lauerman, and then Swanson Russell, and then my own place, and a bunch of other things. But um, my brother and sister both ended up moving back to Nebraska as well. So the whole family left and came back and, um, that's a good way to do it. I hope that everyone sees things beyond Nebraska, then comes back.
0: Oh yeah. That's definitely my plan. So I like how you kind of tried different places and then ended up coming. That's back.
1: great. <laughs> it's good to know that you can be successful in a lot of different places, but then choose,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: choose where you want to be. And, and a lot of times that's, that's home.
0: Right, exactly. Um, Tell me a little bit more about your career path once you graduated college.
1: Yeah. So I was super lucky in that um, I was set up uh, from that internship at Starcom with a full-time gig after graduation. So I moved to San Francisco kind of at the height of the dot-com boom, which was really fun. Um, I made like no money and paid extremely high rent but fortunately, when you work in media strategy, people take you out to lunch because they want you to spend money with their you know, businesses, with their media entities. So I worked on E! Entertainment Television um, for most of that time. And a lot of people wanted us to spend our money with them. So great lunches and then like ramen for dinner. Um, so that was great. I stayed with Starcom and I moved to Chicago and I worked um, on Kellogg and Heidelberg, a printing press manufacturer, and I mentioned that because you don't always get to work on like fun, sexy things. That's an aside, like e entertainment, television, fun, sexy stuff. Um, you know, printing press manufacturers, like a little, a little less so from my point of view. Not to judge those who maybe get more excited about printing presses. Um, and then uh, uh, did ad sales for a while, so. Um, jumped over to the ad sales side with IGN Entertainment, which is bought by Fox Interactive. So I did like online media sales, um, which was fun, but I missed the strategy part of things and kind of getting to know who audiences were and how to connect with them and what sorts of media and communication paths to, to use and pursue. Um, and that's when I moved back to Nebraska. So I moved back here and um, joined Bailey Lowerman as an associate director of media strategy um, and helped kind of... Um, rev up their online media um division which was great i bounced around a lot then i went to swanson russell started up their digital insights and analytics department because i was super interested in you know how do we um understand audiences better based on their online behaviors right so how do we not just build cool digital things but smart cool digital things that did jobs right so built sites that didn't just look pretty um, but but achieved their goals with the audiences that we wanted to attract and the same thing with with um, digital ads that was great uh, what did I do after that oh yeah this is a really long tangential conversation um, where was Connexa in there oh no okay so it's Swanson Russell they actually um, downsized a bunch of their department in the interactive department So that's how I started Red Rover. And I know um, that's coming up. So I started, uh, they say necessity is the mother of invention, right? Um, And so I needed to make money because I couldn't anymore. Um, And so I started Red Rover and it was really actually a a fortunate thing. So advice to all those who find their career paths being different than maybe what they would thought, uh, they would have thought, yeah, I didn't, it's like a super, high achiever, high performer, like great grades, like great reviews and all those things, but still ended up getting downsized. These things happen. Um, I would have never had the stones to start my own business because I'm just super group oriented, like super collaborative. I I didn't mind on entrepreneurship like Kate is here, Um, (laughs) uh, but I did, and it was such a fantastic, rewarding experience. It's pretty awesome um, showing what you can do all on your own.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess that kind of just moved right into my next question. What made you want to start your own business? And yeah. can you tell us a little bit more about Red Rover?
1: Yeah. Um, so it was uh, is a digital communications company, basically. Um, and so we focused on um, kind of media strategy for the modern consumer. And so it was really about how do we um, reach audiences through largely digital and social channels. Um, as a media strategy person, i'm not producing the creative myself or developing the creative myself i'm really thinking about how do we communicate with that audience and, and reach them through beautiful pieces of creative that 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 my colleagues work on um and the first i mean my first client with red rover was actually uh i'd i'd um applied to a there was like a part-time job with Sargent's pet care company doing their social media i was like maybe i could do that in the interim while i look for my next thing um and that turned into a consulting gig that was um my first client um, and launched into a bunch of other things which was really fun so so like media strategy for sergeants um gosh inceptio which is like a financial services company um, I ended up working for Conexa, for uh, a, a bunch of other folks. And a lot of the people were people that I'd worked with before in prior jobs. So again, always be good to people, even when they lay you off, because they may hook you up with work that you like even more in the future. Right. They might be in your
0: future. You have no idea.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Never burn those bridges. Like just badmouth them behind, way, way, way behind their backs. and way Yeah, behind their
0: backs back so they can't hear yep. it. Right? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I far That's awesome. Um, So you are a professor here at the university. How do you balance being a professor and being the president of Red Rover? How do you find that balance?
1: Yeah. So I did a lot more consulting and I'm just calling that my my consulting work um, when I first started. Um, And then at some point I stopped taking consulting projects because I needed to finish my PhD. And that wasn't gonna happen while I was being a professor and, um, and getting my PhD and consulting. Um, and now I'm starting to take projects again. Um, so, you know, that balance is, is hard. A lot of it is um, I try to, you know, one of the benefits of having done this for a little while is that I've got a little bit more control over what projects I take and when so I can try to focus them in the summer when I'm you know not as busy with classwork and research. Um, and I can manage the scope of those projects a little more because I've done things like that before. Um, and, and also, you know, it's, a, it's a, secondary, a secondary job, so I don't have to say yes to everything. Um, that said, I do say yes to a lot because it's fun. Um, and that's why I got into this in the first place. And I don't want to be a dinosaur, right? Where, you know, you're taking classes from me thinking this person has no idea what's actually going on in this space. I really don't want to be that. And um and Red
0: Rover certainly
1: helps me stay balanced in that way.
0: That's really neat. That's really neat how like it almost doesn't feel like a job. Like it's kind of like a side hobby that you just enjoy doing, you know? Yeah.
1: And it's a lot of that is clients too. I mean, if you're lucky enough to work with, you know, great clients and clients who used to be friends. Um, or who are friends you maybe uh, you used to work with at a prior job. Um, then it's kind of cool to have an excuse to just work together again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's so awesome. Um, I guess you did touch on a little advice, but is there any other advice that you would give to people wanting to enter the advertising um, industry? Yeah.
1: So I don't know if any of you watched Ted Lasso. I watched it, I think three times through both, both seasons. Uh you know, soccer coach or football coach, depending on what side of the pond you're on. And one of the things he talks uh, about in there uh, is be curious, not judgmental, which is something that has kind of stuck with me. And I think it's great advice for advertising, actually. Um, in class last week, we talked with a creative director at Swanson Russell. One of his pieces of, of advice was to have empathy um, and and to really be able to put yourselves in the shoes of the audience. And to me, those pieces of advice work together. So be curious, not judgmental, because you have to get to know audiences that are different than you, right? At Swanson Russell, I worked on um, Rainbird, which is an irrigation-like underground irrigation stuff. It's been a while. Um, I worked on profile, which is a soil amendment, like stuff you put in the soil to make golf courses greener, um, a number of outdoor clients. Um, so so kind of lifestyles and jobs and industries. And again, Heidelberg, the printing press manufacturer that are not, I do not have life experience with, right? But the more curious you are you know, and the less judgmental about maybe a life that's really different than yours or a demographic that's really different than yours. I do research with um older people using um voice assistants right that's a demographic that's a lot different than mine um but I think the the more curious you are and the less judgmental and the more empathetic um the better you can be at your job because it is at root you're trying to you know you're trying to influence a group of people um to think act or feel a certain way and and you can do that when you really get who they are and when you respect who they are too Mm -hmm. so that's a long answer but um, be curious, not judgmental, have empathy and then have fun, right? because it's not it's not heart surgery. Um, at the end of the day, like it's a really fun creative group of people that you get to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is you know that's a gift. It's a great thing to be able to do every day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. that's some great advice. I'll definitely take that with me. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add along your journey um, that you would like to tell anyone? or maybe something that you've learned or like your biggest piece of um i guess not advice the biggest thing that you've learned that you didn't expect coming into this industry
1: yeah it's a good that's a good question i think it's it's um be open and flexible and persistent you know and 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 those things i think all go together so be open to to new opportunities like I didn't think that i would ever get laid off from somewhere because i worked my ass off all the time um and and super high achieving person i did it's out of my control and that created this opportunity for me that i was i'm so proud of my red rover work It's it's because it's me right because i did it on my own um and i wouldn't have done that if i hadn't gotten kicked out of the nest a little bit right and like kicked out of my comfort zone you know but but um but i ended up you know, being able to, to go back to some of those relationships I'd established before um, and, uh, and turn that into consulting opportunities. So be open and be flexible. So, you know, in that way, um, you know, you, you have to be flexible to what's available, even just getting my first internship, or it wasn't my first internship, but my first big internship. You know, it wasn't with the, the creative agency. It was with, this media agency that I didn't totally get what media was. I literally borrowed a friend's textbook and like just read some stuff before I interviewed. Um, But it ended up being a perfect fit for me because it's all about knowing audiences and understanding how to connect Um, and and be persistent, right? Like you're going to get kicked in the face. You're just you just are. And people aren't always going to agree with you and things are going to go differently than you think but you know the sun comes up in the morning and it doesn't it's not that you suck it's just that it, you got to be flexible and open and find another way and it could end up being better than the way that you would maybe initially planned on and just being a professor i didn't i didn't grow up thinking necessarily that i'd be a professor but i, I love it and i'm able to to work with students and i'm able to still work in, in advertising and i'm able to do research that i'm really passionate about and i really care about um, and, uh, and being open and flexible and persistent is, has helped me do that. And I think it helps a lot of people do those things.
0: Right. Yeah. I love how you use the persistent because I feel like it's hard for young people, especially entering the industry. Like you said, you're going to get knocked off your feet. You're gonna, you know, lose the job. But do you think that that leads to opportunities that you would think that you would never have if that never happened to you?
1: It, it absolutely does it absolutely does and you know we all hear this advice like just believe in yourself and a lo- and that's great advice it's absolutely true but it's easier said than done right, right. it's much easier said than done but uh but it's but it's true I, I, I guess another piece i would i would add there is is to be an advocate for yourself um you know there are a lot of situations where i've had to advocate for myself whether it's about you know, a raise or whether it's an about an, about an idea. And you do need to be able to let go of ideas, too, and be open to other people's feedback. But no one else is going to add whether it's about just promoting my own work. Like I'm a Midwesterner. I'm not comfortable with shameless self-promotion I'm like not comfortable with talking about achievements. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bashful, feel like I don't want to brag Midwesterner. Um, but if you're not an advocate for yourself, no one else is going to be, right? And it's not because they don't like you or they don't think you're great, but no one else is going to be more vested in your career and your life than you are. So, so don't be afraid to 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 be an advocate for yourself too, as you, as you, you know, as you work that persistence and as you keep reminding yourself that that uh, everybody gets knocked down. Um, and it's all right, like yeah. feel that, but the sun rises again, you know?
0: Yeah, we'll talk- that's reassuring for me at least because everything's unknown right now. You know, I'm about to graduate college and I'm like, where am I gonna be? I don't know, but I think trusting that process and believing that whatever you do and you land, like end up doing is where you're supposed to be. So that's really reassuring that you say True. that when you from a professional
1: awesome time to build those relationships. Like those, those relationships can, can carry you through a lot and lead to a lot of those opportunities too. You know, it's
0: never wasted time to invest in a relationship. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That concludes our interview today. Um, thank you so much for your time. And it was a pleasure getting to talk to you once again. I'm your host, Kate. Thank you for having
1: me. It's great to chat with you.
0: Yes, of course. This was Dr. Valerie on the business takeaway. Please don't feel Please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel to be up to date with all of our videos and don't feel afraid to reach out.